Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the newest edition of the Gritty Sports Podcast, brought to you by Mountain Dew and Sour Patch Kids, and also Budweiser, which I wish was America all the time. (laughs) I don't know why, like, it's a special summer promotion, because I haven't looked at a marketing graph of their sales, but I guarantee you that their sales spike when it says America on the can. Yeah, and, uh, like, I know at Piccadilly's in downtown Winchester... Their uh, bottles said America on them well into, like, uh, August and September. So uh, it also was spiking their sales as well. So bars, I'm sure, missed the America campaign. It's just a it's a stimulus to the economy mm-hmm. without government intervention. Mm-hmm. It's just the way to do it, even though I don't think Budweiser is American go- It's anymore. more government because it's do you putting think, it on our beer. Do you think the government is, like, propagating... America on the cans of our beer because it's getting us both inebriated which clouds our judgment Mm -hmm. and it's getting us very patriotic and I liked the last year I think they did the Virginia ones as well did you see the Virginia ones John I didn't but I like Michelob Ultra so you're not gonna want to hear my do you see Michelob Ultra made an even pussier version of Michelob Ultra it's like fucking the size of like three of your fingers. Did you see it? It's no. like a it's like a six ounce can. What is it called Michelob? Bud Light, Bud Light called, also has like six five. Michelob Sun and it's a Capri Sun pouch full Fuck of Michelob you, Ultra. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding that they didn't. You can't make... have a figure like this with the like, drinking Michelob Ultra, and no, that's a complete joke. Anywho, yeah, but nah. I do like their new sponsor. <laughs> Chris Pratt is hot right now. Yeah. What about Justin Thomas? He's just gonna get thrown under the bus. Stud. He drinks Michelob. We're Ultra. talking about Chris Pratt. We're talking about Star Lord. We're talking about Jurassic Park. <laughs> That's a big brand. I like Chris Pratt. For Michelob Ultra. Whenever I saw Chris Pratt in that commercial, I was like, he would never drink. Did his stock go down? I don't even think he drinks beer at all. He he's, looks like a whiskey guy to me, like a fine bourbon He's got kind of a raging six I think he looks that. like a natty light guy to me. If he's drinking beer, I think he's drinking natty light. That's I what we I got think. Natty I think daddies. we have different... Um, I just don't know why like we have to Pratt. bring Michelob up at all. Chris Pratt lived what in was a the van. Point of that? Chris Pratt Michelob, lived in a van for like two Michelob years. Michelob Ultra is better than Budweiser. Like before Parks and Rec? Mm-hmm. Nice. Michelob Ultra is a good beer. Nah. It's an okay beer. No, it's a good beer. No, it's not. Like in similar beers... We'll have to do, like, a March Madness of beers or something yes, for the next podcast. I'm intrigued. We'll do March Madness of beers along with Masters. No, no, no. no we want an entire bracket. Yeah. What is a one seed? Six, a one seed? Blue Moon. Okay, That's fair. an easy one What's a one seed? seed? I feel like Budweiser has to be a one seed I just because, like, su- like, there's We have to develop criteria. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know if I'd put that We need a quad, like Not a quad that I think, test like they have I think it's March a strong Madness. two seed because I think Yingling would get a one seed. Ooh. Bud Light would have to get a one seed, and you think Bud Light would get a one seed over Budweiser? Yes. See, I think the opposite. I know so many yeah. more people. I just have no. I I like Bud, Bud Light. Light better, but I'm just saying I think yeah, like the I'm OG. <clears throat> Excuse me, the OG. Well, what, are we going to differentiate light and regular? It's all going to be in there, or is it just going to be the it's brand? Be all of it. It's just yeah. Sixty-four beers. All right, so tune into that one. That'll be really <laughs> fun. 
Or try all the beers. That's what we're going to do. We're all just going to have little samples put out, and we're all going to taste them, and then we're going to decide who And then we're going to move them on. And then, and then, then we're, we're going to talk again. about the Masters the way God intended. I like Really it. drunk and off and the hinge. And then with a nap in the middle. <laughs> yeah, with a, with a nap while somebody talks in a really like soft voice like Jim Nance. <laughs> Something like that. So I'm already really excited for next week's show. But for this one, we have actual March Madness, along with a side of Kanye Madness, a little bit of... The worst madness. A little bit of NFL offseason talk, and then the return of the gritty finish. We also have overrated, underrated. And uh, we're going to get started with that, actually, after a quick antidote from these two ants that have been alive in my bathroom for the last three weeks now. I think that was the last time we did a podcast, but shortly thereafter, I had thought that I would include this into the podcast. There are two ants that are crawling around. They like to eat the toothpaste, I guess. I don't know what they're doing. But they just go up there. They eat the toothpaste. And every night when I brush my teeth, I flush them. Every morning, I wake up, and there are two ants sitting by the toothpaste dispenser. So I don't know. Do you guys think it's two separate ants that are doing this? No. And I'm just off the shits, and I same think that ones. they're the same ones? I feel like they're they're messing with me. Like, they're really effing with me hard. Yeah. They're just like, all right, we're going to get flushed. And, like, they have some sort of, like, catch in the bottom of the sink where they, they just hang on. And they wait for <laughs> me to get done, and then they crawl back up again. Once you see movies like Ants and, uh, like, The Bug's Life, you those little suckers have little. I just freaks. need like one of those Rick and Morty technology inventions where like he can talk to animals. Like I just want to talk to those <laughs> animals and tell them to piss off. Like <laughs> piss, piss off, off man. Like I, I'm not gonna kill them because I've developed a mutual respect for them <laughs> through this whole ordeal. Mm-hmm. So I, I just need to tell them, you know, like first of all, there's way more food upstairs if you want to really get your what worthwhile. <laughs> and then second of all, what the hell is happening? I feel like I'm losing my mind. How it's you, like part part cabin fever, part do Doctor Doolittle, all at once right now. It's craziness. It is some wild shit. Yeah, I'm gonna name them soon, and then I can't kill them after you name them. You I'll get too attached. I'll just end up killing them for you. We'll uh, we'll have a let me uh, just stop, an audience let me just discussion a, board. Yeah, let me just a town stop. I bet the you they're in there right now if you go look. Yeah. <laughs> Susie and Johnny are just in there walking around. They're getting stolen. Don't kill them. This is a a weird social experiment. Thank God I have a job. I've been getting into some weird stuff lately. (laughs) Yeah, I told you. The other one's probably hiding somewhere to, you know, be in a lookout. So, anyways, we're going to get into March Madness. Uh, We're going to kind of cross that over with overrated, underrated. Um, I guess I forgot to say, but it's me, Ryan, and John, as usual. Actually, we had Tyler on last time. Hoomst. Hoomst? Hoomst. Ryan Ruther Chevy. John, I'll pay $300 for Jay-Z and Beyonce tickets, Harold. <laughs> and myself, Josh Wagner. Piss up a rope. <laughs> Ugly. Ugly Josh Wagner. Right. Let's get to it. <laughs> All right, we're getting right into it with March Madness. Overrated, underrated. We'll start with the March Madness teams themselves. Uh, who wants to take a crack at the most overrated team in this 64-team field? I'll go first. Nice try. Mizzo. <laughs> Missouri. Oh, I have them as underrated. Michael I'm Por- interested. Michael Porter shot overrated? like 15 shots in his return, scoring 12 points. I think he's trying to get too involved, which, I mean, I understand. And then it's losing players that have played all year long, valuable minutes that have contributed to the team all year long. If he can come in, work his way in with, uh, you know, the rest of the players still getting their valuable minutes and contributing, then maybe, but... From what I watched in the SEC tournament, he tried to get himself way too involved. 
And my under oh, are we gonna do an all overrated or how are we gonna do this? No, you can keep going. And I my under or my underrated team is Texas. I think that ten seed is really gonna make some noise. So I'm with you on Texas. Shaka Smart and the guy. We all have that. When I was looking through them, yeah, I think I have them in my sweet sixteen. I think I, I, think well. I actually have them in the Elite Eight and one of them. I haven't beaten Tennessee and Cincinnati. But yeah, I think we all agree with that because they played so many tight games and what was a really good conference. Mm-hmm. Like they lost like one to Texas Tech. They beat Oklahoma twice. They lost to Kansas by like mm-hmm. three. And Bombo, like they're probably their best like NBA prospect was huge. injured for a while. Yeah, he's been so. in and out. Like yeah, so that dude. They, they, they he, he should be back and ready to go for. Yeah, the, I think they have a good shot. Yeah. All right. Uh, for my overrated, I'm going with Purdue. And this is just partially because I think that that whole region itself is kind of weak, which is, you know, kind of uh, a lucky thing for Villanova. Purdue, to me, just doesn't strike me as a number two seed. When you look at the eye test and you look at the team themselves, you know, they're under six losses. They played in the Big Ten, which was pretty good with Ohio State, Michigan, and, you know, Michigan State. But, you know, toward the end of the year, we were talking about it, I think, like a couple weeks ago, how they started off so hot and they were like the number two team in the country. Mm-hmm. And then they just started losing games to, you know, random teams like Northwestern and teams like that. And, like, obviously they're going to be really good in the early rounds because they got a pair of seven-footers that are just going to bully people. But I think when they finally get through, and I need to pull up a bracket here real quick so I see their path, but when they go to, like, Sweet 16 – you kind of have to pick them, but you don't want to because they're on a collision course with either Florida or St. Bonaventure or Texas Tech. Whoever you're taking out of that, I think that's wide open part of the yeah. you know, wide open part of the bracket. But just Purdue does not really impress me, and I wouldn't be surprised to see them get knocked out in the second or third round. <laughs> I agree. I like Purdue, so I disagree. Um, they don't have Swanigan anymore. I know, but I, the swag. I still the think they song. have a couple good players on their team that can make differences. Then I think they're a consistent team. Um, but my overrated team, one of them is Duke because I, I, every year people like this year specifically, uh, people are saying that they're not going to choke, but I'm not convinced out of your pants, John. I'm not convinced. I know. I I just, (laughs) you're (laughs) preaching to the choir this year. I'm just like aligning with John and my sports views for this college basketball playoff. And it's it's interesting. I don't know, but we haven't even talked in like a couple weeks. So this all just happened on its own. I'm pretty much good at this shit. Yeah. Who'd I pick the... Who got the uh, number two overall pick last year in the draft at this table? I don't know. That Ooh, was me. Who won last but year? It wasn't me. I, know I have Nathan won. Me and Nathan had the same team. He had like a sweet 16 win over me. So you're basically bragging for getting David Johnson and him ruining your year. Or no. Wait, no, I had Nathan Le'Veon. didn't pick number one because he bitched out. No, he took, he took number one. He took you David Johnson. You had didn't you? I took two. Okay. Anyway, he fucked up, but still won. Yeah. I also That's think amazing. Uh, Xavier's overrated. I agree. They hundred percent. Me and Josh have been saying that they're fake good all year. They have not performed well against good teams. They got blown out by Villanova like every time the they A-10 played them. Is all that good? Either. No, we should it's have. Um, we should have had the one seed there. And then for another time, you guys have too many losses to be a one. We we have we play the um, we have the hardest have we have the hardest schedule in the NCAA. And we have the most uh, wins against uh, quadrant well, one teams. No doubt UNC is really good. If they would have won the conference, oh, if we would have won the ACC championship, we would have been a one seed. Ten losses, though, for a one seed? Uh, I have uh, trouble wrapping my head around that. And then... I'm just going to check the scoreboard. My underrated team... 
is Oklahoma because they're going to beat Duke, that, and that's why. That would be cool. That's why they're underrated. You got, you're high on Trey Young. I think Trey Young's going to cut, but... He's nice. He's not very See, I he's think the, Trey Young is good, but the other four players are like he's fringe not Buddy division yes, one he is. players. Buddy Heal was way more uh, efficient and didn't turn the ball He didn't take as many shots either and was a lot better. <laughs> Buddy Heal took a lot Young, of shots. Trey Young shoots like 30 times a game. It's crazy. He's nice. Trey Young does have that crazy look in his eye, though, sometimes that like – he could either just like run through a concession stand and like <laughs> throw popcorn on people or drop sixty on your favorite team. That's yeah, what he's gonna like do. you could either do one or the other, or probably both. I mean, it's a long march. <laughs> you could go either way with he it. He could do both. Yeah, in the march. All right, so we'll move in now uh, to things about spring, which is our crossover pop culture element for this segment, and then we're gonna get back to the teams one more time around. Um, but for overrated, I'm going with flowers, trees, plants, orcas, whatever the hell is going on outside. Even the apple blossoms, I don't care about them. You know, that might be an unpopular opinion in the area, but trees, budding, and flowers mean one thing and one thing only, and that is pollen. And pollen is the most silent killer in the country. <laughs> don't fact check me because I know I'm wrong. <laughs> But silent killer. It is a silent silent killer. It makes people groggy, which then leads to car accidents or impaired judgment. So I mean, you know, when you talk about environmental factors, you know, like smoking and alcohol or like asbestos, you should really be evaluating the trees outside because they are killing more people per year than anything. <laughs> the trees are killing it's like the happening with Mark that terrible Mark Wahlberg Mark, yeah. movie. It's that's what's happening, except it's at a slower rate. And it's just more asinine. And I told you I would go on a pollen rant job. I'm, I'm digging it. I'm all in. <laughs> like, just being that stuffed up makes you more likely to go on a series of violent crimes as well. <laughs> like, if you're stuffed up for more than seven days, there's reasonable expectation that you're going to do something violent. Yeah. Like, that's just how it is. So I, I'm going with just all plant life is way overrated in the spring. Yeah, Claritin ends up costing me a lot of money. Yeah, and it, it kills of, your wallet. So, yeah. like, economic factors, too, could make you want to do something bad. Yeah. But you're underrated. My underrated is cheap and frequent golf outings with the boys. <laughs> now, this is right up our alley. Golf with the boys. Yep. <laughs> it's right it there. Wild. It's just before the peak season when you start to have to pay $30 or more for a round, other than golf now. Golf bless now you, golf now. Blessings. Uh, but, yeah, just frequent golf outings, especially when it's, like, in the 50s. It's not too crowded. I really hate golf clubs when it's too crowded, when they're trying to tell you when to tee off and when you can't. And, you know, if you have to fill in a divot, I you can't drive through a par three. I'm going to drive in the fairway of a par three. I'm sorry. I'm going to do yes. it. Because Trump, <laughs> damn it, if Donald Trump can drive on a green, I'm driving on a par three. Dude, if I ever owned a golf course, I would drive on the greens. No doubt about <laughs> you're it. You're an asshole. I, I don't care. I don't care. If I own the golf, I just don't do it now because I don't want to get caught, and I have a deep-down fear that I will, like, sink into the green and I'll get stuck there. <laughs> like, that's, like, in it's the like back of my head. Sand yeah, it's like quicksand It's just, like, they obviously have those ropes in front of the greens for a reason. Like, I'm going to die if I do this. Yeah. <laughs> so like that's that's one of the reasons I don't do that. But yeah, cheap and frequent golf is one of the staples of pretty much April and May. Yeah, my overrated um, spring activity slash just spring bullshit is everything's so crowded. You go out to Pax Ice Cream, the lines out the damn door for what? True. Go somewhere else for some custard. 
See, uh, what is that? Uh, frozen cousin or the uh, frozen Rita's? Rita's. Man, you almost get the, hit by cars on the road. The first day of spring, they give uh, the free, free ice, ice free out, ice, yeah. and the line all day long is just like yeah, insane. corn syrup and ice. Who knew? Very Scissor. exciting. Crack. Scissor. Yep. Crack cocaine. <laughs> Liquid <laughs> crack. Like Moe's uh, queso. Yes. Liquid crack. My underrated um, is going to be sweatshirt season when the, when the sun goes down. Sweaty season. Perfect time to throw on a sweatshirt. Your perfect fit, comfort, and you can just rock out. I think you had fires or something. Yeah. Perfect for... A nice fire with the boys and some beers and some brews, you know? Just it's just Kiss a the boys. for your kith and kin. <laughs> it's a perfect fit. Uh my overrated spring activity, John's probably not gonna like this. Uh and he's probably gonna be surprised by my answer with this. Tennis. I don't like spring training. I think Oh, I don't really know. Not okay, good. I thought you were gonna like freak out about no. this. People you who guys get are two excited. On the same page today. Yeah, I know. People, <laughs> people who get excited about spring training just like make me so angry. It doesn't matter at all. Like the nationals are posting like oh, highlights but, and stuff. Oh, all Max the time. was dealing last and night. Though. He was, but it's like it's like does I don't care. There's a reason like, they call it the Grapefruit League. No, yeah. they were. It, they're trying to make you not like that's false marketing. Basically, it's just like. What can we name this so people will look at it and be like, okay, that's not real baseball. Mm. Grapefruit League, Cactus League. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to watch that. I agree with you 100%. I did watch actually some of that game last night because mm. it was on prime time. Good time where I'm not doing shit. Prime mm. And they were both had both of their starters in and Max was... Hey, you weren't watching The Bachelor. Mm. No. Yeah, I'm not either. I'm a bachelor. Hello. Look at me. <laughs> Why aren't you on the show? I'd watch the- it if he was on the show. <laughs> I'd watch it again if I was on the show. But, yeah, he was dealing against the Mets starters, and that gave me a little bit of just joy knowing that we won't have any trouble with them scrubs. I believe the word you're looking for is pre-cum. Yeah, that'll work. Right there on the edge. But, yes, I agree. (laughs) I've watched one spring training game, and I watched, I think, the first five innings. That's when Max Mm -hmm. went out. That's when Bryce went out, and everybody left the game. And I just enjoy seeing Robles play a little bit because he's a fucking stud. I am excited for him. Uh, And then my... Underrated spring activity is it's disc golf season. Disc golf will be back. I don't play disc golf together. I because ha- I've had your discs at my house oh, for really? a really long okay, time. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Thief. I thought I left them in Clary. No, you I left them. You left them in my car whenever you came down to visit me one time or something. Or no, I think we brought them to the beach because we were like thinking we might venture to a disc golf course at the beach. And I think they've literally been in my car. <laughs> Little did we know we'd be drunk at eleven a.m. for six straight yeah. days. Oh, I didn't. It was no little do I know. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I don't know. At the beach. See, I'm very facetious with myself. Like I know myself pretty well, but like you know, after a night of drinking and I go to breakfast, I'm just like, okay, I'm I'm gonna eat, and then like, I don't I don't think about you know I have nothing else to do for the rest of the day, so I'm gonna drink. Yep. So I, you know, bad idea. It's good. People had to come visit us, so we had so we left the house. Yeah. We actually only made it off the beach slash house for one day, and that's because people came and visited. And they picked us up. Yeah. <laughs> they gave us a ride. Sheesh. Sheesh. Dude, the beach. There is no expectation that I should ever be sober at the beach, but that is a tale for another time. Uh, but yeah, I like I like the disc golf season. I played a lot for a while when I wasn't playing as much golf, but now that I play real golf all the time, I don't play now any Now that we play grown man sports, yeah. Understandable. Yeah. 
Although Colin would, de- Colin and Nathan would love to play disc golf because they're really. I don't think like, Nathan's weird. a big disc golfer anymore. Really? Colin's got that disc golf bag. Colin's got. Well, the see, slide. they're both into regular golf too, so that's why it's died down. But the thing with that is, is they both suck. Well, yeah. I hope they're actually going to watch this one. And I really this. wish I would have played with Nathan since the last time we went out because for some reason he thinks he's nice. Yeah, after that back night, he said that he would beat both of us. Uh-huh. Whatever. I'm excited to get back out there and shut his ass up. Next day above uh, 45. I'm in. All right, back to the tournament teams. For overrated, uh, I'll get us started here. I'm going to go with Texas Tech, the Red Raiders. Uh, was not very impressed with this team toward the end of uh, toward the end of the season. They lost four straight games going into their conference tournament. They've had a rash of injuries, and they also run into one of my favorite lower seeded teams in the whole tourney, the Stephen F. Austin Lumberjacks. Lit. Big fan of the Lumberjacks. They force a ton of turnovers. They create mayhem. It's a Texas on Texas battle. Don't be surprised if a three seed goes home on the first day of the tournament. That wouldn't make me happy. Him be underrated? Yeah, I'll go with that. My underrated was Missouri because I think that them getting Michael Porter back and them getting a week or two with him back in the system as John looks around to my dismay a little bit. But I think that them getting Michael Porter back is a big deal. Uh, he was one of the most heavily recruited players for the NBA at the beginning of the season before he got hurt. Nation, yeah. yeah. And now, like, that's kind of swapped up a little bit since the season started. But I think the pure talent is one of the biggest things about the tournament because you can't really rely on the X's and O's with so few, you know, preparation time. I think it's going to be really big that they have him back. And I think Missouri's going to end up beating Xavier in the second round. I am <clears throat> going to go. My overrated team is going to be Arizona. I know that you're yeah. underrated. <laughs> um, I just think that they rely on one man, one big man at that. And if a team can get him in foul trouble and limit his minutes and limit his just presence on the court, they're kind of in danger for an upset. I mean, but, like, they have uh, that three that was a freshman last year. That was really good. I don't can't think of his name off the top of my head. He's a good player, but Aiton is the anchor of that team. And my underrated is Saint Bonaventure. The Bonnies. They're gonna make. They're winning this next game too. They're making noise. They're I gonna got, beat Florida. Yes. I have them beating Florida. I think that team is very good. That's the one team out of that conference that I was like, I was impressed with from watching. I think I watched three or four of their games. Yeah, and they played well last night too. Down the stretch, they got the uh, they, they the some, little holiday all flustered. They hit big shots, and it was a wrap. Yeah, I I really do like Saint Bonaventure. Uh, another team I think is overrated is uh Loyola. Everybody is very hyped. That's like the Me included. the trendy pick yeah. for the upset this year. Everybody thinks they're going to be able to knock off Miami. Uh Miami has struggled this year like I think I have Loyola, Loyola oh, beating them. No, a well. lot of people do. A lot of people do. Miami's some cut. They got but, lucky as hell. What? They got lucky as hell beating us on senior night. Well, hitting that half-court buzzer beater. That's another time, too. Yeah, and then uh, an underrated team that I think could win uh, and potentially make it to the Sweet 16 that I don't think anyone would have uh, would be South Dakota State. Josh Jack doesn't like Rabbits. this because no. they're going to be going up against Ohio State in the first round. And uh, But the Jackrabbits have been averaging – like 85 points a game. They haven't and they lost have, in a really long time. Yeah, they, I, they, I don't think, th- I think they've won their last 12. They've won 11 yeah. of their last 12. They're averaging 84.9 points a game, giving up only 74 points. Um, 
Jackrabbits have a couple of really talented players on their roster. Like one of them, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. He's but like he could, nationally recognized. He could be, yeah, yeah, he could be going to the NBA. To look up so uh, their their roster is better than what you would think you should be able to recruit to the state of South Dakota. So and then you get past Ohio State and then you meet Gonzaga, who uh, nobody knows what their deal is going to be. Uh, I think they'll do well this year, but. You Mike, never really know. Mike Down is yeah. the guy you're talking about. 23.8 points per game. Yeah, he's 10 rebounds. very, very good player. Yeah, I mean, like, I, traditionally I would think that Ohio State in this position would really choke, but just Bates Diop is just such a dog. Like, I feel like he'll manhandle a smaller team like that himself. You know what's crazy about Ohio State? North Carolina beat him. Damn. Quadrant 1 win. Fun fact. Three's one of the tough schedule. Quadrant one win. Yeah, yeah that's how they're evaluating wins now, which is why so many teams got screwed over basically in the mid majors. It's just like quadrant one is like the best of the best, and then two is like you know was like eighteen through fifty or whatever, mm-hmm. and then so on and so forth. But yeah, I mean like they lost to North Carolina. Wasn't that was like really early in the year though by fourteen. They lost to Clemson by fourteen. They lost to Gonzaga by twenty seven. But that was like the second game of the season. I just really like Ohio State because they beat Michigan State, they beat Michigan, they beat Purdue, which is all the best teams in the Big Ten. But, no, I wouldn't be surprised if they lost to South Dakota State. The Jackrabbits. I think that they got that one. I think they'll win. I really can't decide between them or Gonzaga, which is why I really liked Ryan's approach to the whole thing, and that's just don't even take Ohio State Mm -hmm. at all. Just, you know, circumvent that pain. (laughs) But either way, back to uh, things about spring, and then we're going to, get into a couple of other tourney things, uh, such as our favorites, and we're all going to pick one Cinderella team. We're going to have to make some sort of bet on it. I'm not sure what we're going to do. But uh, I really, really hate yard maintenance. Uh, I don't mind mowing the lawn. I'm mainly just talking about mulching, getting on your hands and knees and spreading around chopped up wood and dirt for hours. When what is What is honestly the point of mulching, just uh, like besides a cosmetic reason? Like... Nothing in my yard is going to grow any further. It's probably dead already. So, like, just going out there and mulching all of that, I don't see the point to it. And it only looks nice for maybe a month, and then it gets withered away by the sunlight and the wind. It just seems like a a struggle and an uphill battle that, you know, you could just cut yourself out of that raw deal right away. So I'm saying that's way overrated. I I don't care if you like mulch. Nobody likes mulch. That's the stupidest shit in the world. Shenandoah Sand, piss up a rope. <laughs> we just lost the sponsor. <laughs> we're never going to get them. I was hot, I was hot on them, You were hot too. on Shenandoah Sand. They were going to sponsor the Gritty Finish. Oh, because they have sand. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, my overrated is just spring cleaning in general, like throwing old shit away and yeah. making sure everything is prim and proper for the new season, which I don't understand what... What entitles spring to get a... Basically touching everything that was fine the way it was through the winter months. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I mean, spring thinks they're so entitled to get everything revamped. It doesn't make any sense to me. It has something to do with, with religion. I bet it does. You're probably It's got right. something to do with Jesus and Easter eggs. You're probably I, I'm not sure. I blame right. Jesus for mulch. <laughs> I'm blaming I'm blaming Christian Jerk Christians <laughs> for mulch. I'm just casting a wide net. Uh, my overrated... Uh, Activity of the spring is putting away the beanies. I'm a big beanies fan. No more beanies. Keep keep the ears cozy, and With then the ball on top. But I am looking forward to the underrated beginning of shandy season. 
Shandy season. I like Shandy. Shandy season. But I do like Shandy season. I like I'm I like people saying Shandy it, season. But it's, I'm also not a big I fan consider of Shandy season to begin in late spring, right before the summer, uh, is when Shandy season really takes off. But I love it. Huge fan. Uh, yeah. Green Turtle participates in Shandy season. I was there one time. I was like. I was making a pretty big deal about how it was Shandy season to Jessica one day. Like, and then we went like to... Like all caps, S-Z-N. Yes. And then... going full acronym. Yes. And then we went to Green Turtle, and they literally had, like, things at the table that said, like, it's Shandy season. And I was just like, <laughs> I told you. Like, <laughs> everyone is you. in. Yeah. Everyone is in on this. You know what's something that's overrated is people saying blank season. No, that's underrated. No, I think that's way it's overrated. underrated. People say it for everything. It's Shandy season. They're just like, it's this season. It's this season. It is, It is though. I think and they just they say it with, with S-Z-N. That's how it's cool. supposed to be. I think it's overrated, too. Comeback season for Johnny Manziel is, the only, is coming. Yeah, no. It's comeback season for Clam Crowder. I'm calling it. <laughs> He's coming back. No. <laughs> I just have that fantasy love from two years ago when he was on my title team. Every everyone on that team, even Jordy Nelson now is without a job. He can come work for me. I got he has my heart. He can he can do whatever he wants. He's gonna go company. to the Patriots. I really hope not, because then he can piss off. He's, he's, he's meeting with the Ravens tomorrow. I wouldn't be surprised if that they've already happened. signed two wide receivers. They also have receiving core is already the worst in the NFL, so another wide receiver couldn't hurt. They also don't have a good quarterback either, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> Uh, so I guess that wraps us up for overrated, underrated. Uh, we're going to get into, uh, we'll give ourselves two favorites for this year's tournament. If you're putting in all the money you have in the world and oh, you're putting shit. it into two teams to win the national championship, what are the two teams you're going to put it into, John? The first one's not going to surprise me. I'm interested in the second one. Yeah, well, the first one I'm wearing on my on my chest, I want to go with North Carolina. I can't read. I'm assuming it's North Carolina. I'm going to go with North Carolina, and I'm going to just... Jump to the other side of the bracket, and I'm going to go Michigan State. Um, Damn. Really like Tom Izzo. Really good coach. And uh, they got a they got a shooter, a shooting guard that's projected to go, like, number three in the draft. And then uh, Malcolm Bridges is a stud. Malcolm Bridges is a and stud. And I just think, I think they have a, a, a well-rounded, semi-deep team that could give them – I think they're going to be in – I think they're a Final Four team. After that, it's just – I think it's really marvelous. Sucks they have that. to play Duke. Yeah. J- John just – uh, said my championship game that I have as UNC well. Michigan yep, because we're our periods are synchronized. But just <laughs> you guys for, are on the same moon. But cycle. just for the sake of just saying something slightly different, I do think the winner will come out of the left side of the bracket. I think it'll be UNC or Arizona specifically. Um, but obviously, they can't play in the championship game against each other. So, uh, but there, I think the winner will come from that side of the bracket. See, I think the left side of the bracket has a lot more uncertain uncertainty to me than the right side. Because out of the left, I really don't think it's going to be UVA, but it could be. No, UVA is done. DeAndre Hunter's broken wrist. And like, it really could be right. Michigan over UNC. We I could see that happening. We beat them too. I know you did, but like Michigan's hot right now. I could see it happening. You could I'm see somebody hot. like Tennessee catching fire, or even Kentucky. We beat Tennessee too. Can you That's great, that? John. Kentucky, That's three teams. good for you. In that, Kentucky's playing their best basketball right now. Yeah. They're going to still catch an L. And Arizona. So I'm going to stick to the right side. If I'm betting everything I have, I'm going to keep it cool. So I'm going to go with Villanova, which I hate inside because I hate Philadelphia and they don't deserve it's to Philly's win anymore. It's Philly's year, Josh. No, they, they're done. It's the city of champions. Philly's year is done. How do you feel? I like that? how like every year it's just like someone else claiming themselves as the city of champions. Philadelphia That's is like the city of champions. That's like something that happens every now. year. 
I just can't wait for the Eagles. The to Philadelphia next year. Soul. I rooted the for Eagles. them one time. The Union. The you Philly think the Eagles Union. are going to plumb I think they're going to be a really good team again. I don't know. I think it's going to be a lot of turmoil, but they're that's not, just me. They're not bad in any position. Uh, on but I'm going to Villanova, and I'm going to go with Kansas. I'm going to go with two nice, easy picks. I think Kansas is always kind of a shoe away in people's Those minds. Picks made my penis soft, Josh. <laughs> I know, they they weren't a hot take at all, but we're going with Cinderella's next. So I'll get your heart again. It's fine. Thank you. (laughs) I won't won't leave you that way, I promise. But, yeah, I mean, Kansas is a really impressive team. I know, like, for some reason no one's talking about Kansas. They won their their conference. They're 27-7. They beat Kentucky. They beat Texas Tech. They beat TCU twice. They beat West Virginia three times. Bill Self hasn't been to a Final Four in, what, eight years? Since... Oh wait, I think yeah. When they won, but I'm just saying, Kansas is a really good team, and yeah, I mean, they're good. Yeah. I mean, and their run is not very hard. I mean, they have to go through probably NC State and Clemson. Clemson's NC a good, good team. NC State, NC State, State is. Good. I mean, everyone in the ACC the besides th- the Pitt thing, was good. The thing with NC but, State is, is their two guards are really, really good. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Devonte Graham has played two guards that good minus West Virginia, and he struggled against West Virginia all three times. They just. I don't know. Played a little bit better. I think Kansas is very. Fishy. I don't hate the Kansas pick, but I just feel like Kansas is the same thing every year. Like it's always. Well, that's there. how I feel about Michigan State every year, though, too. That's true. Tom Izzo has been to a lot of Final Fours, and it's kind of been low key. Yeah, like every year where you don't want to take them, they go, and then and the like thing last year is, when they, they were a two seed, they got they, duped over. They don't get KU recruits. It's true. Well, it's because they're cheating. That's true. <laughs> That's why I like Arizona. If the FBI couldn't bring them down, how is a group of 18, 19-year-olds supposed to take them down either? There, I guess. That's, I mean, you gotta got to look in between the lines here. But, all right, now we'll look into our Cinderella teams, and hopefully we don't pick the same ones. I was going to go with Loyola, but having Ryan not really like the pick, I'm going to steer <laughs> away from that because that is an easy pick. So, for me, I'm going to go with the Murray State Racers. I really like them beating West Virginia in the first round. I hope they do. There's a little bit of hate thrown into that as well because I hate Morgantown. But uh, I think Murray State wins that game. They set themselves up with Wichita State. That's also one of them. Side note about WVU games. One of my favorite pastimes is to go to, like, any sports bar. And if WVU is playing... Avidly root for the other team that's or playing. Or ask it gets changed. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or ask that you put it on just something that you don't even care about. Just put on because, like last week's NASCAR. Because their fans are get so mad. I distinctly remember one time we were in high school and we went uh, to beat-ups during like the first weekend of the tournament. And um, I can't remember who all was there. But WVU was playing some like no-name school that no one is actually a fan of. And me and, like, six of our friends were in there, and we were just hardcore rooting for the other team because there were just so many rednecks in there rooting for WVU. And they were getting so pissed. It was like St. Mary's or something. Like, it was, it was like a team no one's actually a fan of, and we were just avidly rooting for them. Just living and dying with every shot. <laughs> All right, John, glass slipper. What foot does it fit on? St. Bond's. The Bonnies. The Bonnies. I like it. I think, yeah, I think Florida Florida is live and die by the three. They start they missing are. shots. And if St. Bond plays with that uh, that just aggressiveness and roll. They play a good two-way game. And that roll yeah. grit. Grit. I think grit is the key word in there. Now you have, you got the audience going, mm-hmm. aha. <laughs> That's smart. Very smart. <laughs> My Cinderella, of course, has to come from the CAA, College of Charleston, 
They were outstanding at home this year. They're getting the dog they shit. Have, <laughs> no. They, but the, the teams they're playing, they're playing Auburn and Clemson. Auburn's really, Auburn really good. Auburn is from a weak-ass SEC. They won the SEC, they won the SEC right? Auburn? Auburn didn't they Kentucky win? Kentucky won. Uh, or, I mean, didn't they win the regular, the regular season? Regular season, yeah. Auburn won the regular season. Yep. Um, but, yeah, like. It's a seven-loss team. But, yeah, yep. they're, I don't think they're that impressive. And then. They would go against Clemson, who they have. Uh, they lost one of their best players this season already, and they got better after they lost them. It was wild. Like the Wizards are better without John Wall, right? No, but I'm actually being <laughs> fake news. That is but, bullshit. Um, but yeah, I, I like College of Charleston, and a lot of people like the small teams or like the small schools get beat up on a lot inside. But their one of their best players is in the post, and he's very strong, thick. Uh, guy, how many C's? Four, four or five C's at <laughs> oh, least. Boy. Um, so like, he's only about like six it's nine like or so, but he's he's very strong and uh, like an he'll ox. be able to hold. Yeah, he'll be able to hold his own. And then Joe Cheely, one of their guards, can put up points in bunches. So mm-hmm. I think College of Charleston could make a little noise, just because I'm I'm not afraid. I'm don't think anybody should be really afraid. Of Auburn or Clemson, not traditional basketball powerhouses by any means. I like all those picks, honestly. The other pick I was going to maybe mention was the Lumberjacks again, but I already mentioned them. (laughs) Can't mention the Lumberjacks too many times. And the Jackrabbits, too. South Dakota State, with their 85 points a game, they put up so many points. Usually those teams out in the middle of nowhere will just, like, squeeze the air out of the ball and try to play good defense. But South Dakota State goes after you. They don't care who you are. All right. Next on the agenda, oh, we we have one more one more for the bitches. tournament. We have the bracket bitches. Yeah. The teams that are just gonna piss you off. That are supposed to be really good. You're gonna have them going a long way. They're gonna bitch out on you. Duke who, and UVA. Who is obviously. that team for you guys? <laughs> Duke and UVA. I uh, don't trust them. Yeah, UVA and. Uh, but see, like UVA, and Xavier. I don't think UVA really is a bitch for me anymore because I have so much commitment issues with them from over the years that I don't already trust them. So I have them losing in the Sweet Sixteen. I'm not going to get burned again. Cincinnati is also a bitch. Cincinnati definitely one of the worst two seeds I've ever seen. I'm saying that they'll probably win it all now, but I think they no, just not a fucking chance. Um, Oklahoma is a bitch. They shouldn't even be in the tournament. So they shouldn't be, be in the tournament. I agree. They shouldn't be in the tournament, but they're going to win two games. The teams they got in over. <laughs> I'd lo- if they beat Duke, I'm all on the Trey Young bandwagon, but that's not going to happen, so it's going to piss me off. I just, like, Can I just make a separate uh, a separate uh, section for Grayson Allen being a bitch? <laughs> you can just mention <laughs> Grayson Allen asshole. being a bitch. I hate that motherfucker. Excuse my French. We... <laughs> Uh, let's see. For me, I'm not going UVA because I mean I think Xavier would be a good one too. But like I just I don't have them going very far. So I'm gonna go with Purdue. I could see Purdue really hosing me hard, and like I like I'll be mad because I talked myself into taking them that far, and I'm just gonna be really upset with myself because you know I've looked it all up and you know you crunch the numbers, you're just like this team should win this game, and they're gonna end up losing to Butler in the second round. Just wait, this is gonna screw me over. I guarantee it. So that is our Bracket Bitches segment. Uh, so now we're going to go on to Guess That Mascot. And yes. feel free to get very creative. Uh, so we're, we're going to start with the College of Charleston. And Ryan already knows this one. So, John, this is on us. What do you think the mascot is for the College of Charleston? I don't have a clue. Uh, what is the first thing that comes into your mind that can be sexual? A peanut. 
A penis? <laughs> Why a penis? I have no clue. All right, I was going to think, like, the flapper dance, the Charleston, so they're the Charleston <laughs> flappers. I like that. Like, the, the Roaring Twenties style. What are they? They're the cougars. No, yeah. see? Cougars could be the flappers. Cougs. Yeah. Well, they, they could be peanuts. cougars. No? <laughs> I like where your head was at, John. I'm going to keep going to you first so I get a really good reaction. All right, uh, the St. Bonaventure Bonnies. What do you think a Bonnie is? A pickled beet. A pickled beet. <laughs> I think I think it's like a, a lady churning butter with like a bonnet on. Yes. You're exactly where I was at, but I was thinking it was some sort of animal wearing a bonnet. Mm-hmm. Like in the Old West, like if like a fox got into the house and he got himself wrapped <laughs> up in a bonnet. I like with, a just running a, with a pickled beet. With a pickled beet. Can we get a pickled beet, please? We need a pickled beet at at the studio right now. Do we know the answer for St. Bonaventure? Uh, It's some sort of dog. Some Some sort of dog. dog. I'll look it up just to be safe, but their mascot is like a a dog. Like a a bulldog, maybe? Uh, Yeah, I have no idea. And my internet is like really slow, so. But anyways, yeah, I can't find it. I'll look it up later. But the next one we have, I'll look it up during this one. We know what Purdue is, but what is a Boilermaker? What do you think a Boilermaker is? I think it's like uh, it's like the person on the train who like puts coal in the engine or something. That's my that's what strapping blue collar man. I'm gonna go with a pickled beet. No, I, I'm <laughs> gonna have to come back to me on that one. I'm not sure what I think that is. I have no idea what what's a, a is. What's a hokey? I was always told it was a castrated turkey. Nice. It's a turkey with no nuts. I was told. <laughs> it's, that's honestly, honest that's, to God, what I was that's told. That's Nathan for As you. a child. Yeah, I was going to say, I was told it's just Nathan. Which is a castrated male. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nathan needs to start doing some of this. <laughs> some of the clucking. <laughs> <laughs> that would be perfect. Uh, all right, so yeah, I agree with you guys on the Purdue. Uh, Cal State Fullerton, what is their mascot? Uh, I don't, you know, a Fullerton? Cal State Fullerton. I assume it's some sort of historical figure. I'm going to go with a, a cowboy because I've been playing Red Dead Redemption a lot lately. I'm going to go with a bowl. <laughs> Of milk duds. I like milk duds. I like milk. I haven't had a milk dud in a while. My mom likes milk duds. Could you imagine a bowl of milk duds as a mascot? John, you're hot on the food here today. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> Sour Patch Kids aren't doing it. Sorry to our sponsor. Yeah, you failed me. All right, so somebody look up what Cal State Fullerton is real quick, but I'm going to go with a Texas war general of some sort. His name was either Cal or Fullerton. John Calipari. Maybe his name was State, but I'm throwing that one out there because it's too common. So I'm going to go with Cow or Fullerton, uh, and I have no idea what the mascot would be. So it's I'm gonna Tuffy go the with Titan. Tuffy the Titan. They're the Titans. should have known that. What's so the next one? They went mythological with it. Very deep. And it's an elephant. It's an elephant? Yep. Well, that's dumb. I thought you were thinking like Cronus or something like that. All right, UMBC. Not even sure what that school is, but <laughs> what is their mascot? University of Maryland Baltimore College. Like I think, I think that's right. I think it's in Baltimore. I think they are like the Terriers. 
That sounds right. No, there is no a whole, picture of the no, dog. Holy shit. This what? is our mascot. What? This is our mascot. University of Maryland, Baltimore County mascot, True Grit. Damn. True Grit. True Grit, a golden retriever. A Chesapeake wow. Bay Retriever is the state dog of Maryland. Fever the Retriever. That's amazing. Wow. We need to get in touch with UBMC. We could we probably should, do some promotional underwriting for them. They're pretty dogs. We should get one. Well, I don't want my mascot to be pretty. I need to be fierce. I like. I would pet. <laughs> I would pet. <laughs> I would cuddle. Yeah. Looks like a good boy. <laughs> I would indeed cuddle. That's a good cuddle. boy. Uh, there is a really long thing for St. Bonaventure, so I'm going to get that for next time. It's pickled beets. <laughs> Just cut the chase. Uh, next one we have is right state. Right state. Yes. I'm I going think... to guess that their mascot is a weird paper mache plane like the Wright Brothers flew. Ooh. I think it is a gargoyle statue. I am going to say it is... Well... It's a rowdy raider. Rowdy That's raider. Dumb. So, like but the picture is... all raiders rowdy? But the picture is a airplane. That's a half a point. That is half a point. <laughs> I like that. So I guess it has something to do with the Wright brothers, but yeah, I, I don't so. like the the alliteration of Rough Raider because every ra- uh, every raider is going to be rowdy no. and rough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they're not a very good raider. Mm-hmm. Not like the ones in Oakland. Quietly raiding. Yeah, <laughs> it's like me in Fortnite when I don't have a gun. I'm quietly raiding. <laughs> Something like that. All right, so we have two more. We have Lipscomb College. I don't like the name of I, this college. Saying Lipscomb, I don't like. Lipscomb had a bunch a of players on uh, the Front Row Cardinals last year, and I believe they are the Bisons, which is interesting because they are the only Bisons. Oh, that's who UNT plays, right? I think so. Yeah. But they are the, I'm pretty sure they're the Bisons. And they're, like, the only people in the world who are the Bisons because bison is already a plural term. But they've, like, they've made a big deal out of it. And they're also purple. They're I am purple bison. I am correct. They are the bisons, right? Yeah, okay. I was I'm just saying, make sure it. I'm not talking on my ass. No, nope. but... <laughs> you are correct. But yeah, they, they are indeed the bisons, so they don't know how to use grammar... They and actually, I hate the name of their... They actually went through all, of, like, the obnoxiousness of contacting, like, Merriam-Webster and, like, the Oxford Dictionary and stuff and to be like, is can we use bisons? And they end up figuring out that they can use... They decide they can use it because when they're referring to bisons, they're referring to a group of people as their fans are bisons and not a group of animals, which would be bison. That's their explanation, which I think this is stupid. I don't know where this college is, but I want it's to It's in write... Nashville. It's where? Nashville. Smashville. Okay. See, I'm already not too hip on the whole area to begin mm-hmm. with, so... I just... The word lips come, I don't like saying it. It doesn't roll off the tongue at all. I didn't... I never like saying it. Not a fan. Like, lips I feel come. like I'm saying it wrong. Like, it's lips and comb together. Mm-hmm. Lips come. Lips come. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. All right, the last one we have is UNCG. UNC Greensboro. They're the Spartans. Do you already know this? No, I don't, but... I think they are, um, like, a sea animal of some kind. I think they... It's not a bad guess. I think they would be, like, a... A pelican? Maybe... I'm gonna go with, like, an alligator. I was... Alligators in North Carolina? I don't know. Why not? I'm not... I don't know enough about alligators. I'm gonna go with the Spartans. 
All right, I'm going to go with a... What are the names of those? The annoying beach birds. Pelican. No, smaller. Oh. What? Seagull. Is it a... Oh, it's John's right, it's a Spartan. Oh, I, I thought you were about to say it was an alligator. And I, I think like, its name is, so is Swag. Is swag the Swag the Spartan. That makes me angry. That is amazing. A I'm, lot of these names I don't like. I think I'm angry. I think if I was picking this based on the mascots, this would be kind of easy for some of these matches. Oh, no, his name's Spyro. That doesn't make me as angry. That was just like a them advertising. But thinking shirts. about matching up things, I do think the matchup between the Buckeyes and the Jackrabbits would be interesting. Yeah, because the Buckeye is poisonous and the mm. Jackrabbit is an omnivore. Yes, that is interesting. What would they do? They would eat it and die. Would, if the Buckeye kills the Jackrabbit but is consumed, who wins? <laughs> no one. <laughs> they knock each other out. All right, Zagat so that, gets a bye. That wraps up <laughs> our March Madness coverage. For 2018. Uh, again, as we always say with our recommendations, these reflect personally our own opinions, which are very mediocre. Do not bet too much money or count on us for any advice. That's okay. my, that is my uh, deliberation stamp. So don't do stamp. it. All right, now we're going to move on to the NFL, which all of you know has been, like John says, what the hell, or a couple of other explicit remarks when he looks at his phone every so often. That's basically been how this offseason has been for everyone. And, you know, I, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I see something that I you know, can't imagine happening, or Jordy Nelson gets cut at a random part of the day. I took a nap yesterday, and, like, so many things happened when Everything I Everything happened up. in, like, 20-minute increments. And I miss like R- Richardson getting signed. I miss, like, all kinds of shit. Yeah, it happens in, like, 20-minute increments. It's crazy. Yeah, it's just been insane. And what we're going to do to kind of keep it brief is we have winners, losers, and jabronis. (laughs) And for those of you that don't know what a jabroni is, it has its roots and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It is someone you do not aspire to be, kind of a dumb, dumb, uh, not a good person. Shout out to The Rock. He originated it. Did he? Mm Mm-hmm. So he's not a jabroni. No. But uh, we're going to go with winners here first. Uh, My big winner... Uh, I guess I might have to do two because I wrote down a lot. But my biggest winner was uh, basically the Green Bay Packers organization dumping Jordy Nelson and saving $14 million in cap space and signing Jimmy Graham for what is going to be one hell of a revival for his career. Oh, He's going to be huge. You think so? I think he's going to be huge. He had like 12 touchdowns with Russell Wilson throwing in the ball. Yeah. And I like Rob. Russell Wilson's like my favorite He, he is going to tear it up. Plus the NFC North, besides Minnesota, their defenses are just terrible. The Bears' secondary isn't terrible, but it's the Bears. Yeah. The oh, Bears. Bears. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys got some other winners uh, before I – Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, I have that one too. He won. He's definitely a winner. He is definitely Getting a Allen winner. Getting Allen Robinson and uh, Taylor Gabriel. And then he got uh, – a running back, too. Um, I used to play running back. Ty, Me, too. Wh- who was that? I have no idea. I don't know. I they got, they a, got a running back. I'll check it out. Um, but, yeah, he, they got a running back, too. My uh, biggest winner of the day, I would say, was uh, when I – or, well, a free agency in general so far is Ryan Grant, former Redskins wide receiver, pretty much has not gotten, like, any playing time at all over yeah. the last, like, paid. four years. Um. He was drafted in the fifth round in 2014 by the Redskins, and last year he set career highs in uh, 
a lot of categories. Similar numbers, honestly, to uh, Richardson mm-hmm. that the Redskins just picked up, but a completely different style of player. Richardson's streaky and grind Grant more of a possession receiver. But Grant got a four-year deal worth a total of $29 million and uh, $14.5 million guaranteed with a $10 million signing bonus. That was so, a good, good offseason for wide receivers in yeah. general. So Ryan Grant got paid. I'm happy for him. I always enjoyed his contributions to the Redskins. I think he worked really hard and never really got his fair shake. So now he'll play with Joe Flacco, and we'll never see how good he is because Joe Flacco sucks and he's not going to be able to get the ball to him. But he has a bunch of money now and a nice amount of guaranteed money in that too for a player who is – a bit of a question mark. Yeah, uh, I mean, you bringing up guaranteed money is right where I'll go to it. Kirk Cousins has got to be one of the biggest winners of the offseason. Mm-hmm. Getting his entire contract guaranteed, that is unprecedented for this league. And now for pretty much every quarterback after him who's better, they have so much freaking leverage. They're like, you better give me 100% guaranteed like yeah. you gave Kirk Cousins. Like Matt Ryan's coming up for a contract soon, so is Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a stupid amount of money. Good day for running back or for quarterback. I hope that in the next collective bargaining agreement, they make it so all contracts are fully guaranteed. That's the way it is in baseball. I know. I'm going to go in, in, in the NBA. I'm going to yeah. go another winner real quick. Richard Sherman. Mm-hmm. He he's rep- a jabroni no, he's for not. Me, he represents himself. <laughs> he comes off two Achilles uh, surgeries and gets himself $39 million at the age of almost 30. He doesn't have an agent? No, he represents himself. He is smart as shit. He's from Stanford. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's so Stanford. fucking smart. Yeah, I think he is a big-time winner. He's going to a young team with a lot of talent. I agree. Go- I, I think like him there. San Francisco has like to be one of the come-up. Yeah. I've always been San Francisco has to be one of the hottest destinations in the NFL. Yeah, right? San Francisco and the Rams. Yeah, the Rams are eating. San Francisco and the Rams have to be Picks this year, the Rams. The Rams do, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, bold move. Seattle might be third in the NFC West. I don't mm-hmm. think they're. I think they're last. You think they're behind the Cardinals too? I don't like the Cardinals directly. No, I have the Sandy Cardinals. Sleeves? I have the Cardinals as losers. Yeah, they're they're definitely losers yeah. or jabronis. One or the other. Yeah, I think they. The I have Cardinals the Seahawks as a loser. Loser. Yeah, no, the Seahawks definitely. I also have Seahawks as losers. Uh, going into losers now. Hold on, I didn't do. Oh yeah, I did Ryan Great. Never mind. Are you good? Sorry. Uh, big time loser. Anytime we can dig on them, I'm going to the New England Patriots. Yes. There was just a waft of people just out of there. It was until like they get Jordy Nelson out of there. But like they lost so much talent, they all left. You know, they had enough money to keep most of these guys, and they all decided to leave. Why is that? Because the organization is slowly crumbling, and you can see the cracks on the foundation. I agree. Danny Amendola, Nate Solder. Deion Lewis, Malcolm Butler. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be one of the most regrettable moves in franchise history. Well, and that's why they had the whole whole problem, you know, between the quorum of the three of them with Kraft Mm -hmm. and Brady and Belichick because Belichick recognized the fact that Garoppolo is about to be really freaking nice and... And they're going to have to force Tom Brady to leave. Tom Brady knew what he knew, you know, with being a Patriot for so long. Everybody is expendable in New England, even Tom Brady. And he saw that. He sniffed it, and he said, okay, he's got to get traded. He beat him to the punch, yeah. I 100% believe that happened. I agree. Regardless of what Patriots fans think. I 100%. But, yeah, I think the Patriots are big-time losers. Yeah, and keeping in that division, I think the Jets are huge losers. Yes. Um, I think they were fully believing that they were going to get Kirk Cousins. I think they thought yeah. that he was practically theirs. I think there was a couple like reports coming out saying that he was, it was practically a done deal with him with the Jets. And uh, 
They lose out on Kirk Cousins and end up getting two half-ass quarterbacks with uh, McCown coming back and uh, Bridgewater coming in from Minnesota. Yep. Uh, I think they would have been a lot happier if they got either Bradford or Keenum from Minnesota, but they end up getting, I think, maybe the worst of the three. Yeah. Um, my loser is going to be the Cowboys. Nah, They've made no nerds. moves, and they're looking at a Dominican Sioux now. And they pride yeah. themselves on being like, we are such a prime destination for free Nobody agents. Is and no one gives yet. a shit anymore. Nobody's took a nope. visit or anything. And, um, yeah, they're, they're, I don't know what their cap situation is like, they're looking but they're t- also talking about Des leaving, too. So that's the thing, mm-hmm. is they're looking at... Uh, Hosting a Dominican Sioux, and that's the thing. They they're not getting him for the money that he wants if Dez isn't going. There's and Jerry Jones is sold Dez isn't going, so they're they're turning into a dumpster fire over there. I think that their chances of um, making it deep in the playoffs are just about shot at this point. That's just my opinion on them. Uh, another loser I have is uh, the, the Denver Broncos. I think mm-hmm. that them dipping into the quarterback market and only coming away with Case Keenum, and I think. You know, I put down the Vikings I, I like as Jabronis. I like Case Keenum, too, but I think Mike Zimmer said it best. You don't know what kind of Keenum you're going to get from year to year. You could get the one who was with the Rams or the one who was with the Texans. When did when he, he say that? Way behind. He said it toward the end of the year when they were trying mm-hmm. to decide what quarterback they were going to sign. He just went out and said, I don't know what Case Keenum is, basically. And they showed it because, I mean, they gave up the three quarterbacks they had and went out and got a new one. So I think that Denver signing Case Keenum as their answer is going to end up real bad. Even though I think Case Keenum in the right fit is a good quarterback, yeah. I just don't think I, I the think, right fit. Yeah, I think Case does need the right fit. I think Kirk Cousins would have excelled in Denver, yeah. um, but we'll obviously never know now. Yeah, but he's going to excel there too. Oh, he'll do he'll do well in Minnesota, but I think Kirk is one of the only quarterbacks who could do really well in Denver with the way they are right now up yeah. there. Um, another big loser I had. This could go in the loser or jabroni category is the Lions, and specifically the Lions, with their deal with Eric Ebron. They released Ebron today. He was the 10th overall pick. Uh, I believe he was the 10th overall pick in yeah. the draft that he was in. And he went before guys uh, you might have heard of. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, Aaron Donald, Kyle Fuller, a uh, couple other really big-name players. And they just they screwed the pooch on that. Uh, yep. Our... Good friend Austin Verschel, who uh, runs Pretty Good Sports, who will post this podcast and probably listen to it at yeah. some point. Our dad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Verschel told me, like, every single year that Eric Ebron, this was his breakout year, and he was so excited <laughs> for Ebron. one player like we all have who's on our teams that we're just stuck on. Yeah, shout you, out to, waiting. Shout yeah. out to the target. And, like, uh, I would always, like, take – for Shell's advice and be like, I'm gonna draft Ebron like late, or I'm gonna try to get Ebron late. And <laughs> just I, like, I know fantasy work. wise, Ebron really gave people fits. He did. I never ended up taking him, but like every year, I just saw people with him. I think like, I got him twice. Him starting lineup for two weeks, and they take him out, and he'd have and like bench him. Yeah, they'd bench him, and he'd have like 20 points, and then, and then they'd they, play him another four weeks, and, and then they cut him, play. and then the next guy would sign him, and then he'd get 20 points yep. against you. But yeah, yeah, that's I don't want no part of that. No. So yeah, that that is a big time loss for them. I also said Teddy Bridgewater two years ago. He was a starting quarterback on a good team. Now mm-hmm. he's got a bum ass knee and he's playing for the Jets. That's a big time L. That is yeah. life comes at you yeah, fast. <laughs> <laughs> that turf comes at you fast. Man. Just a freak injury, man. My jabroni's gonna be kind of a surprise here. I'm gonna go with Cleveland as a jabroni. 
Simply because really? they, they did all of these, they made all these moves, all good moves. Carlos Hyde, good move. Mm-hmm. I think Tyrod Taylor was a bad move. And I also think... That, I think the Jarvis Landry deal is going to end up being bad, too. Because they're not going to keep long-term. Yeah. He's not going to stay in there. Hell, no. they, they got a running player. And I think that them letting Joe Thomas just walk away after getting all of this. Like, he just walked in the office, hey, I'm leaving. They're like, all right, see you later. Like, Cleveland played themselves. Yeah, you cannot let your the be- one of the best offensive linemen ever just walk out. I can't believe you're retired all, after 11 years. Putting all that talent in there, and you just let them just walk out on you. And he must have crazy. a better career path after that because he only had one major injury his whole career, which was last year with yeah. the torn tricep. So, I, I mean, I don't really understand it. But, yeah, Cleveland, definitely jabronis. Uh, I have Tom Brady being a typical jabroni coming out finally about the cut on his hand. It finally came out what I was talking about on Super Bowl Sunday, how there was going to be an excuse of some sort of why they lost the game or why something happened. We finally got the evidence. You know, it was just a subtle, like, you that know, was Tom had 500 yards, but if he didn't have this cut, he would have had 600. That you was know? a deep Wink, cut. wink, nudge, nudge. I don't give a damn about a cut. <laughs> Mario Lemieux had a round of chemo and went and played a game, all right? Too I don't give a shit about a cut on a hand. <laughs> Jabroni. I think Tom Brady's. Oh, and you see he drank a beer on. He uh, drank that, that was pretty impressive. fast. <laughs> that <laughs> kind of made me upset. Definitely not a jabroni move. But I think that it was food coloring, not beer. Did you see there's a Scientology network? That just commercial just came up on TV. I don't like it. I want to watch it. Um, <laughs> You're going to turn into John Travolta. <laughs> First off, uh, I have two jabronis I'm going to do real quick. Redskins are a jabroni because they need to give guaranteed money to people. They're missing out on... Big time players, they're probably going to end up missing out on Zach Brown because they're offering. I don't, I don't think they are because all these linebackers. They, we guys, offered Zach Brown like two weeks ago. Yeah, no, we offered him in the regular season, but yeah. also Zach Brown wanted a, like almost eleven million a year, and every mm. single inside linebacker that was just as good as him has already signed, and they've all got less than ten million. Right. So they said that him asking for ten million, no team is going to give it to him because he's asking for way more mm. than every other team is getting. Well, the, uh, what I've seen is, or what I've heard is the biggest problem with players come, like Wilkerson coming in and leaving, and then he signed with Green Bay, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Him leaving it was a problem with guaranteed money. And if we do lose Zach Brown, it'll be because guaranteed money. Um, and I think that was a big problem with the whole Kirk Cousins saga was guaranteed money. So Redskins well, are just, Kirk Cousins. Well, now we know I why know. Kirk Cousins well, couldn't make deals with anybody because he wanted all he guaranteed money. He wanted a money. full guarantee. Yeah, yeah. He's just, now we know. He's a, he is one of my jabronis, too, because he's a greedy fucking ass. <laughs> well, I think I could throw Le'Veon in there, too, but I'll save that for next year when he finally leaves. And then, Le'Veon is the best running back in the NFL. But he's being a jabroni. No, he's no, not. They're, they're so. like one million apart in talks. Right he now. was that's he, it. Without okay, sign the deal. He balled out in the playoffs. The best player on your team last year. He's been the in best the playoffs. Player, well, besides AB, he's been one of the best. players. He does on more than AB does for the team. He does do more, but AB is definitely a better football player. I mean, probably, but I. I if you could give me Le'Veon today, I'd take him in a heartbeat. Well, I, don't, yeah, I, I don't care how much money you want. take him, but he's being a jabroni. My last I jabroni, I, know, I had the Packers as winners, but they're also jabronis. They fired Aaron Rodgers' quarterback coach without telling him, and they cut Jordy Nelson without telling him. Why are you pissing the guy off? I think they want him to leave. I think they want to have a reason to get rid of him. I mm-hmm. agree. I I'm think, sorry, I missed that one. I think that things are separating Aaron Rodgers and uh, Green Bay. I think there is and a little bit of a seam in between him and the front office. Last I wouldn't be surprised year, if he leaves. Did you hear he said he wasn't going to sign a long-term deal until after Kirk Cousins' yeah. deal was over? Yeah, I did see that. And last year, 
He said the only player he really cared about them bringing back was Jared Cook, and they wouldn't do it. Yep. Like, they wouldn't do it. Yeah, Cook, no, Cook, ended up signing, Cook ended up signing, like, a small, like, two-year, I think it was, like, for, like, $11 million yep. or something like that. And he that. really liked Jordy Nelson a mm-hmm. lot. Now he's gone, so. Either way, that was our two segments here for today. We're going to get to the gritty finish again. I'm already kind of looking forward to this beer tournament. I might start figuring it out when this is all done. It's going to be very interesting to see where you put mm-hmm. somebody like Foster's Australian for beer. It's Australian. Yeah. All right, so gritty finish now. This is an easy one to get us warmed up because it's been a while, but it's Tiger back. Yes. Yes. Tiger's back. He's Tiger winning. I have it back. right here. He's winning the Arnie Invitational. Red on Sundays. The Arnie Invitational. I bought a red polo today. I saw that. For the next golf outing. I'm Arnie, Arnie Invitational locked Tiger up as the winner. I've got it. You heard it here first. I think I want Tiger for our fantasy football race. I want Tiger. The Masters, yeah. I want Tiger. I just remember a couple months ago, Adam was just like, you know, you should really just have the top 12. And I was like, just wait. No, we were, Tiger we, and then we back. were like, no, top 11 and Tiger. Yes. I want DG. Tiger's got to be in it. Dustin performs very well in Augusta. I want, he does. He does. All right. Uh, so what is your honest expectations when John Wall returns to the lineup here in the next couple weeks? You think it's going to be rocky? You know, he needs to get back now. They're starting to slide again. Yeah, I think uh, the whole uh, – what am I looking for? I don't know. The whole, like – I don't know. But the whole, like, uh, excitement about having a different lineup, you yeah. know? Like the spark yeah. caused by losing – John. that's what I'm looking for. The spark worn off, caused by right? losing everybody John Ball. Everybody started yeah. not playing their balls off. Yeah, everybody was just playing their balls off because they felt like they had to make up for what John Wall lost. Five, seven, yeah. Yeah. And then now they're like, shit, we can't play our best basketball every single night. We need John Wall to come in and be able to consistently do 20, 10, and 5, you know? All right, we go with another team with an injury. Who is the Golden State most valuable player with Curry being out and them losing all those games? Is it still Kevin Durant or is it Steph Curry? I think I've always viewed, even though when Kevin Durant came in last year, like I think he is the best player on the team. I think it's still Steph's team. And like in whenever, how long it is from now, uh, if it's a year or two years from now, whenever they're going to have to start making decisions on who they can keep and who has to leave – I think they have to keep Steph because, like, he's been there. I think that I think it's his team. I, I mean, think it, I think, I think he's the most valuable to them. How like how much they're losing, and now Clay Thompson like broke something in his thumb or something. Fractured thumb. Yeah. yeah. So they're dealing with that as and well. He wears Chinese shoes. He looks like the PBS logo. So does that doesn't help anything. <laughs> but I think that Steph Curry is definitely their MVP. Uh, the next one on the agenda is Tyron Matthew a real life honey badger after refusing a pay cut. They wanted to give him. Why does he need to? They don't even have a quarterback. Like pay him. Pay him. I hope he come. I hope uh, the Redskins make some moves at him. He really doesn't give a shit. He should. True honey badger. True to the name. The Redskins. Uh, DJ Swearinger was recruiting him a little bit. Jack Gruden also tweeted at him Mm -hmm. today too. I've tweeted at him three times. Isn't Jack Gruden going to Oakland with his dad? Or no, Jack Gruden is Jay Gruden's son. No, uh, Deuce. Yeah, he's Deuce is going to Oakland. That's what it was. Jack, man. All right, I'm pulling it up right now, but have you guys seen Obama's bracket? Yes. Where do you evaluate it on a scale of 1 to Michigan 10? Michigan State winning it all yeah. against What's UVA. His, does anybody see his final I'm four? I'm pulling it up UNC, right now. UNC, UVA, no, Michigan no. State. I didn't see the top. Right. Yeah, his final four is Virginia, North Carolina, Michigan State, Villanova. Oh. Mm. I don't know why he's so – he's. I don't like Villanova. He's too hard UVA. on uh, UVA for me. Yeah. So I'm going to give him a six. 
Because I like him really going balls to the wall on Michigan State. Because mm-hmm. I think they are a team that could end up winning it all. And uh, it's kind of risky because they have to play Duke and they have to play a couple other good teams He picked the UNC way. to win it when we won it back when he was president. So I guess I like it. All right. Uh, moving on to the next one. Was it the right move for Joe Thomas to retire from the Cleveland Browns? No. He might actually have a winning season this year, even a 500 record. I think he can do whatever the hell he wants at this point. He he doesn't owe the Browns anything. What, the best they'll get is a winning record. Like it's not like they're going to win the Super Bowl. But that's I think I think that's all he would that could ever persuade him would be to win a Super Bowl. And he's basically entitled to do whatever he wants because I saw a graphic today that said Joe Thomas first NFL lineman in the history of the league. Which they obviously I saw got that wrong. Too. I saw that too. <laughs> that was really, really funny. It was just like, damn, RIP to a true pioneer. <laughs> I was just like, oh god. So that was a really. That was probably my can tweet I, of the week. I, I forgot to throw that in. Jump there. in real quick and say something. The Celtics are beating the Wizards right now, fifty-five to thirty-nine. Kyrie's out. Uh, Marcus Smart's out. Al Horford's out. Jalen Brown's out. Uh, the Thielen guys out. They have six of their. Six of their eight, like, uh, seven players. Celtics had more offensive rebounds than the Wizards had total rebounds in the first five minutes. And the Wizards had, like, seven personal fouls. So the Wizards are sliding. That's what we can take out of this. They need John Wall back. They need need the boy back. All right, next up, keeping it in D.C., will Ovechkin break Wayne Gretzky's goal record of 894? No, and he doesn't need to to be considered the greatest goal scorer of all time. I don't think he will either, but he is the greatest goal scorer of all time. I think he has a chance. Just if you look at his trajectory based on Yarmir Yager's career. Uh, that being said, it, it is a record that kind of seems unbreakable because it's a dumb amount of goals. But I think that it's like 50 goals over the next six years or it's like 40 over the next like eight or nine. Was he 32, 33 right now? So, I mean, if he plays into his 40s, it's possible. He would have to stay healthy, which is the big thing. But, but he's, and he's been a player that's been consistent. He hasn't been injured all And this, it's been confusing to really predict Ovi's trajectory because it was like he came in so hot and he was he scored like 63 or what, 67 yeah. or whatever. And then he had a year like last then, year where he had like 30. And then he had a couple years in yeah. a row where he had 30. And then he's he's juiced it up again lately, so it's really hard to guess what his like. It, how is he aging? Like I have no idea. Like he's I watch him like a lot. Fine wine, like LeBron. <laughs> yeah, I hope he is, but we'll see. I don't like wine, so that says a lot about where I, where I stand on uh, Ovechkin. <laughs> Sheesh. Uh, all right, so if there is a building around the world that you would like to raid like Fortnite, what would your building be and why? I'll start because I've given this thought. I'm going with the Coliseum just because of the sheer mass and the corridors in which you could find chests. Differently. And not only could you do it all around the vicinity of the upper floors, but there's also a downstairs, like a dungeon area. Mm -hmm. There's definitely going to be a gold scar in the Coliseum somewhere. That is. I don't... I didn't know this was on here, so I took no thought about this. No, it was either that or the Taj Mahal. I just feel like if you break down that top dome, there's going to be something cool in it. I would go with, like, a hotel in Vegas. There would be a lot of good loot in there. Like the Mirage. Why not? I'm going to go with the Empire State Building. Um, There's probably some secret something downstairs that (laughs) nobody knows about. And, yeah, you've got a 
shit ton of floors. You have a lot of stories. That would be the biggest tower in Tilted. If yeah. you landed on the top and worked your way down, you could win the whole game before you get to the exactly. to the bottom. <laughs> Especially if the storm circle is right on you. That's also like another thing that I think would be a really good one would be the Eiffel Tower, just because there's so many nooks and crannies mm-hmm. in that tower. So, gotta think the way you would in Fortnite. I wouldn't mind it's landing taking on over the, the world. Uh, um, the uh, what's that lady in uh, New York? Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Because there's, ch- there's a the chest. Torch. There's definitely a chest in, in the that top. Torch. That's why it's lit. Yeah. There's a torch it's in there. Probably, there's a glow from the torch. It's probably a gold RPG. Ooh. You could just rain on everyone from Ellis Island. Yes. Although you would have to hop a long way like Loot Lake. That would be a pain just in the build. ass to get into the Knock city. it down and build your way across. I, I assume she would yield steel. Yeah. Not, not brick. Not, yeah, not brick. <laughs> definitely steel. <laughs> Makes sense. All right. Uh, we have two more. Uh, Jay Z and Beyonce are going on tour today. What what is your interest level in that? Ten ten. Yeah, I know I you're like care. a two ten and I'm, like a one. I'm feeling very meh about it. Yeah, fuck off. Very meh. Meh. One I, is the I greatest, hope you enjoy yourself. One is the greatest performer of all time. The other is the top. All I'm saying is time. I could give you a better time with the money you spend on that ticket. Nice. Last one we have is Kanye Madness. What would you guys have as your winner of Kanye Madness if you had to go through the 64 thing bracket? <sighs> go ahead, one of you. Shitheads. I mean, I'll start. I, I picked Runaway. Uh, it's always been my favorite Kanye Damn, song. It's stuck one. in one of the best of his albums, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Uh, its creation story is great. Go check it out at some point. I love the piano at the beginning. Very artistic. And I don't know what it is with females, but I ain't too good at that shit. Very relatable. <laughs> my winner of the Kanye bracket would be Slow Jams. That's been that is my all time favorite jams. Kanye some song. Some twist action. Some, she I wants like some twisted. Marvin Gaye, some Luther Vandross. I can't say I hate it. Mine is gonna be Otis. <laughs> Why Otis? Because Jay Z from it. Watch the Throne. Guy, there's a better. There's other Jay Z songs on that list, <laughs> like Monster. No, that's not Jay Z song. N words in Paris. That's that was another one. Yeah, N words in Paris is a good one. <laughs> that was like a two seat on that list. Which is like a, a one. No, which have been a one seat. I don't know. I got tired of that song real fast. Yeah, I do like the blurbs of uh, what is the movie with the skaters, with uh, Will Ferrell. They have, like, the blurbs of that. He's just like, I don't even know what that means. It's like, I don't either, but it's provocative. Oh, yeah. 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 You know in there? Yeah. I really like that part of the song. I think that's hilarious. But, uh, it's provocative. It gets it's people really, going. It gets people going. Uh, Blades of Glory, right? Yeah. yeah that's going. What yeah, so that, that's a great movie. Check that out. Uh, check us out next week. We will have a Masters preview along with our Beer is Madness. Is T-Pain overrated? Is T-Pain? <laughs> no, I think, I think the question hell, I was going to have is, is T-Pain still going? Yeah. Is, he's not back. Is he still going? He's in his prime. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all tripping. John, I don't know if you're drunk yet, but let me buy you a drink. <laughs> Because you need one after a statement like that. What? Y'all hate on T-Pain? <laughs> Not anymore. I don't like T-Pain. <laughs> T-Pain yeah. is great. I didn't know anyone had to care about T-Pain anymore. T-Pain has done a lot for my rap-loving career. Oh, my God. When was the last time he was in a song that you listened to? Like a recent song. Oh, shit. I think he's been blackballed by the industry. She gave because us drinks to drink. <laughs> we drunk them. Got right. drunk. That's going to be our, in- our I'm out. song. Shut so. up. Enjoy he's T-Pain. Great. We'll see you next he's week. Great. Beer Madness and the Masters. Yeah. Yeah. Bro,
broke up with my girl last night, so I went to the club. So I went to the club. Put on a fresh white suit and a mini coat, sitting on dubs. I'm just looking for somebody to talk to and show me some love. Show me some love. If you know what I mean. Uh-uh. Everybody jacking me as soon as I stepped in the spot. I stepped in the spot. 200 bitches in the building, ain't none of them hot. Ain't none of them hot. Except for this pretty.